guys, 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 guys. Hi. Hi. Um, the last couple podcast episodes that I've gone to record, I sit down and I start recording it. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Why isn't it working? Because it's it literally, I'm looking at the thing and I can tell that the audio isn't showing up. And every single time the issue has been that my mic isn't on. And you would think at this point, I would have at least that one little step down pat. And I just don't. I just don't. Um, so that's just something to consider. Um, because if there is one thing that I've learned about audio equipment over the last few months is that it does work better if you turn everything on prior to pressing record. Crazy. But uh, you learn something new every day. Uh, and so that's your little tidbit for today. Try and turn things on and it will work. Yeah. Um, anyways, hi, happy Wednesday. Uh, welcome back to Parked Car Convos. I'm Maddie Mitchell. Uh, if this is your first time listening, thank you so much for being here. And if you're coming back, thank you so much for being here. Basically, anyone who's listening, thank you so much for being here. Um, I hope you guys are having a good week. I hope you guys are uh, putting smiles on your faces. I hope you're in a happy mood. I'm, I'm, I am, I'm, I'm like convincing myself. I'm doing good, right? I had therapy right before this um, and I didn't cry this week. So that is a good thing for me. I literally have the tissues right next to me because recently every week I get on therapy and I just sob. Um, and that did not happen this week. So I guess you could say I'm mentally healthy. I guess you could say I'm completely healed. I'm doing amazing and it's great. It's great. It's all great. Um, but anyways, I wanted to talk about unpopular opinions this week and, oh, another quick little shameless promotion, shameless plug to the podcast, Instagram at parkedcarconvos.pod. Um, because I'm going to have some fun polls over there to see if you guys agree with these unpopular opinions. Um, and I'm actually really curious because some of them, I think as I was making my list, some of them I think are really, um, like, I think they're not as unpopular as, as I think they are. And then others I'm like, Oh, someone might crucify me at the stake for saying that. So it kind of, we flipped the scale a little bit there. So I'm really am curious to see what you guys think. So you should follow the podcast Instagram to, um, to answer the polls and see if we agree on things because that's fun. Um, and I also, I always have it linked in the show notes of the episode too. So you can find it there if you don't feel like typing it into Instagram. I totally understand. And also, a little reminder, if you don't follow the podcast on whatever platform you listen to it on, um, you should do that so you get notified whenever I post because um, I can't stick to a schedule to save my life. Um, oh, it just wouldn't be an intro to the podcast if I wasn't singing, right? Um, yeah, I, I can't pick I can't pick a day. I was doing Monday mornings and I did I did Monday morning this week. I did. Mm, pat on the back. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. I have some good ideas for the next few weeks though into the holidays. Uh, and so I'm really excited about that. So you should follow the podcast on whatever app you listen to, um, to it on. And then also if you're listening on Apple, if you could rate the podcast or leave a review, that would just be amazing. No one has left a review yet. Um, and I just think that whoever does leave the first review will hold a very special place in my heart for years, um, maybe decades to come. 
I could potentially name my firstborn after you. Uh, so just something to consider. I'm not trying to, you know, bribe anyone, but um, something to consider for sure. Um, okay. You know what? Let's get into these unpopular opinions. Like I said, some of them I feel like a lot of people agree with me on. Others, I'm I'm not sure. I, I realized as I was writing them out, a lot of them fall into one of two categories. The first being, of course, food. Uh, so many, there's, people have so many strong opinions about food. Um, and I'm obviously one of them because I have a lot that are about food um, specifically. And that isn't surprising to me at all. And then the second one was like pop culture, entertainment, things like... Um, TV shows, movies, actors, you know, that whole shebang. So, so there's two kind of very distinct categories. And then there's a couple that are like just random miscellaneous things. Um, so yeah, let's see, let's see how this goes. Okay. We're going to start with the food category. Um, and these ones I feel really strongly about, to be honest. Okay. The first one is that beer is bad. I guess the opinion itself would be that I don't understand the appeal of beer. And that is something I wanted to change at one point in my life because beer is so easy. Like so many guys love beer and they just, that's all they drink when they go out, when they, you know, when they want an alcoholic, they just get beer. When they, I, that's, I was trying to say alcoholic beverage, but I stopped myself. So it just sounded like I said, when guys want an alcohol, they'll get a beer and true and true. Yeah. And I, uh, well, first of all, okay. I started college right at the, the introduction of the world into hard seltzers, right? I never had to go through, like, I feel like my parents, all they drank in college was beer because like, that's what was you know, the cheap thing to, to like sip on that wasn't like hard alcohol. But I never had to endure that. And thank God I would not have lasted. I would not have lasted a day. I would not have lasted a day because the smell of beer itself actually nauseates me. Um, no, I would much rather a seltzer over a beer. And that being said, Ooh, second unpopular opinion within this one unpopular opinion, spiked seltzers aren't that great. There are a few that I really do like, but I can't, I can't, I, and I used to do this in college. I used to just drink them all night, all night long, like six, seven seltzers plus other, um, nothing mom, nothing mom. But you know what I mean? I cannot do that. They, they don't have enough flavor. So it's just, it just tastes like spicy water. You know what I mean? And I hate that. I hate that. If it was like, some of them are definitely more flavorful than others. And those ones I enjoy, but I also just cannot be like drinking seven of them because that is just too much liquid. Oh my God. It's too much liquid. I hate it. But back to beer, beer at its core to me is bread water, right? It is carbonated bread water. That isn't, isn't at all appealing to me. Um, and I, okay. So I, as I was saying, the smell of beer itself sends me over the edge. It smells disgusting. I hate, like, I hate it. And uh, like the smell honestly triggers, um, a trauma response in me because I feel as though I'm at a really crowded party in college and someone just spilled a beer all over me and I'm going to smell like it for the rest of the night. And I have to live with that. And that's something that I have to get myself through. 
mentally, you know? So the smell of beer is already enough to send me over the edge. The taste of it is just, okay. I don't think I'd ever really tasted beer because I'd never, I never had to. It didn't appeal to me. I hated the smell of it. So I was like, yeah, no, I'm not. Why would I ever put myself through this? Right. And it wasn't until my senior year of college, me and my friends went to this like local brewery for my friend's birthday and it was the fall and I got some like, it was supposed to be like some fruity beer and it had a cinnamon sugar rim. It was like, it must've been apple, apple, apple beer. I don't know. That doesn't sound right. (laughs) I, I also know nothing about beer and like, did you talk about IPAs and ales and no I don't over my head literally right over my head but anyways I I tried this beer and I was like excited I was like oh it looks cute and I just thought maybe I just haven't tried the right beer okay no I had had corona I had had corona with lime and I had had corona with lime after I'd had about 32 blue Hawaiians in my ties so guess what that corona tasted like to me nothing it tasted like nothing it might as well have been water I did not I do not recall the taste of it at all. And that is fine by me. So at that point, obviously a Corona is fine. So I think that was why I had convinced myself, oh, beer isn't terrible. I just probably haven't like drank the right ones, right? Because a Bud Light is actually lighter fluid. And why would I ever put that in my body? You know what I mean? But then I had the Corona with lime and I was like, oh, this is like, mm, this is like a, I'm a cute, like I'm a cool girl, like mm, Corona and lime, you know what I mean? But then I was at this brewery. And so I got this, like they had on their like beer list menu, whatever they like specifically said, like which ones were, you know, more dry, which ones were sweet, which ones, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know beer terms anyway. So I got this one and I was like, Oh, this is going to be fine. It has a cute little cinnamon sugar rib. It's like supposed to be sweet and like fruity. So like it, it should be fine. I took one sip of that thing. I was so nauseous. So then I'm like, okay, am I just allergic to beer? Because why do I have this visceral reaction to it? Like I had had like three sips of it. And I remember I didn't even end up going out that night because I was so nauseous. And it like had to have been from the beer because all of the other food we were all sharing and no one else got sick. I don't know. I don't know. I think I'm allergic to beer. But my point being, my unpopular opinion is beer doesn't taste good. And I do not understand the appeal of beer. And I, my unpopular opinion with, with seltzers is I don't get why people are so obsessed with them. Like I've never understood that. I've never under, I just don't get that. Like people that, and and it's, I, and this is as a reformed seltzer drinker. So I don't know. I don't know where I sit on that, but I just think the opinion itself is like, I just don't understand the appeal overall. You know what I mean? Okay, the next one, my next one is also about a beverage. It's about almond milk. Okay, okay. So for me, do I enjoy cow's milk? No, never have. Um, My mom would try and force feed it to me when I was a child with dinner. She'd say, you can't get up from the table until you finish your milk. And it was like, it might as well have been like a shot glass of milk. Like it was not like this, like it wasn't like a gallon jug of milk. And I could not, would not hate it every second of it, pitched a fit. I hate milk, right? I still consume milk for sure, you know, in, in baked goods, in recipes, in, um, I get like flavored coffee creamers that definitely have dairy in them. And that's fine with me, but milk itself, no, no good, very bad. Right. 
So you would think I would be a person that's like very open to the idea of nut milks, of milk substitutes. And I am. I love coconut milk. I love coconut milk. I It's my favorite dairy alternative by far. The thing about coconut milk is it's not offered in a lot of places. Almond milk is everywhere now. Like almond milk and oat milk, I feel like are the go-tos. I think oat milk kind of crept up on coconut milk and took it over completely. And that's fine. I don't hate oat milk, but almond milk. Okay. People, bitches love almond milk. They really do. And that's fine. My thing with it is I, as a human being, should like it. Let me tell you why. Almonds are like my favorite nut by far. Like I will eat a ton of, I love almonds. Cannot stress this enough. I liked almond, I like almond flavored things. I like almond croissants. I like almond extract in, in baked goods. I love almonds. You give me a glass of almond, no, no, I'm not touching that almond milk. But the weird thing is sometimes I do like it because, okay, here's the thing. At a lot of cafes, when you go to like a cutesy little cafe that you've never been to before and you don't know what to order, my go-to is just an iced latte. And then the barista will say, okay, what kind of milk would you like in that? Every single time, without fail, I will look that barista dead in the eye and say almond milk. Why? Why do I do that? Such a good question. Such a good question. I, I don't know. I cannot explain it. I hate it so much. And I just, I just confidently look because I know that they're going to have it. So it's not like saying coconut milk, coconut milk. I think I like because it's the least flavorful. Do you know what I mean? I don't think coconut milk tastes like anything, which I appreciate. Almond milk has a very distinct taste. Oat milk has a very distinct taste. And I think that's what like throws me off from them. But here's the weird thing. When I was in New York last week, this ha- this exact thing happened to me. I went into this cafe. I was so frazzled. Everyone was so busy. They were on such a mission. And I obviously had to pretend to be too. And I was like, an ice latte, please. I like didn't say the size. I didn't say the milk. I'm just like being inconsiderate, really. And, and the guy's like, okay, what kind of milk? I'm like, um, almond. And he's like, okay. And this was, I actually really enjoyed that latte. And I think it might've been the kind of almond milk he was using because it wasn't the... It wasn't Almond Breeze. Maybe I just fucking hate Almond Breeze. Maybe that's what this is. But my overall opinion is Almond Milk is weird. Um, and I don't love it. And I think it's I think it's overrated. I think that's the, that's the safe thing to say here. Almond Milk is overrated. Okay. Uh, this next one, this next one is a bit controversial. I think people, I know people in my personal life that strongly agree with me, uh, disagree with me on this one. Sorry. I actually don't know many people who agree with me on it. Um, and that is the frosted sugar cookies that you get at like the grocery store, you know, the ones they have, they're usually like seasonal. So they'll have like green ones for St. Patrick's day and, um, you know, red and green ones for Christmas, the whole, yeah. They usually have orange ones with like sprinkles on them for like Thanksgiving. Yeah. I hate those cookies. I really do. I don't understand why people love them so much. And I think part of it is because the frosting to cookie ratio, yeah, ratio is just way off for me. It feels like so much. It's like equal amounts of cookie and frosting. And I hate that. 
as someone who I actually don't like frosting. Wait, that's that's a wicked unpopular opinion. I do not like frosting at all. Um, unless I like a good cream cheese frosting. I do on like um, a carrot cake or <laughs> unpopular opinion. I like carrot cake um, or like a red velvet cake. I like a cream cheese frosting, but regular frosting like on cupcakes, I on cake, I just can't. I do not. I do not enjoy. Um, I always take it off or sometimes I like it, but very like, but like maybe take off 95% of it. You know what I mean? It's just always, there's always too much of it. So on these cookies, when the cookie, the, the thickness of the cookie is the exact same thickness of the frosting, it's like holy overload. You did not need that much. You did not need that much. Also the cookie itself always feels slightly undercooked a little bit. It's like so soft, which is typically a quality I would like in a cookie, right? But it's, it's like suspiciously soft. It's, it kind of reminds me of the kinetic sand. Do you guys ever play with kinetic sand? I, I don't think they had it like when I was a kid, but I have babysat kids that, that play with kinetic sand. And that is kind of the consistency of those cookies. I don't know. And, and people love these cookies and I, I, I get it. Like I, I get, I understand that, that this is a very like widely known thing that people love these cookies and I just can never, like them. And I always want to like them. I, you know, I see them and I, everyone gets, Oh my God, these are the best cookies. Yes. And I want that. I want that excitement about them. And it's just never there. It's like how I try and convince myself I like tomatoes, but I don't, I just don't. And blueberries, except I kind of became a blueberry girl last summer. So I don't know, I guess I'm like a change person, but really those frosted sugar cookies are not good. And that is that on that. And, and like I said, within that, I'm just not a frosting person. I don't like frosting. Like the people that can eat it out of the tub, uh, not me. That's not for me. And it's not because I'm, <laughs> let me clarify, no shame to those people. It's not because I'm this like insane health nut by any means, by literally any means. Um, I would eat 25 chocolate chip cookies in one night if I could. I just, frosting has no appeal to me. Okay. This next one, this next one is kind of, I honestly, I, I had this opinion and then I kind of hated myself for having this opinion. So I don't really know where I stand on it. It is that I think vegetables are objectively better than fruits. Let me explain. You can do so much with vegetables, like as a whole, I'm not talking about like one specific vegetable versus one specific fruit. I'm talking about like the category as a whole, like think about it. You can have vegetables for breakfast, right? You can put vegetables in an omelet. You can put veg like avocado toast. That's a vegetable, right? Avocado. Yes. Why am I? Are avocados vegetables? They are. Um, you can, you, um, what else can you, I don't know what else you can do with them. I'm just, I keep thinking of eggs. Um, yeah, you can do stuff with vegetables for breakfast. You can put them on like a, on like a breakfast sandwich or something like that. Fruits kind of have like an, a little bit of an expiration date. You can definitely eat them for breakfast for sure. Like a fruit bowl or so many other fruit dishes that you can have for breakfast. But then that's kind of like where the fun ends with, with fruits, you know, um, sure you can have some fruit on your salad for lunch. And I do, I, I enjoy that. Um, I don't really know what you would do for, I don't really know how you would incorporate it in dinner. 
I like really. And then maybe for dessert, like maybe a strawberry shortcake, an apple pie, for sure. I understand that. But vegetables, vegetables you can have for lunch, you can have them for dinner. They're just so much more versatile. So I do think in a weird way, vegetables are better. Also, you can do so much to vegetables to make them taste really good, like make them taste savory, make them taste spicy. You can do all these different things with them. Fruits are just like, they're just fruits. That's pretty much all you do to them. Unless you're like baking with them, in which case you're just adding a shit ton of sugar to them. So you're, I don't know. I don't know. And then people that are like, fruit is nature's candy. Is it? Or are Skittles nature's candy? Like, you know, I feel like, is it really that, is it that good? No, no, it's not. Um, okay. This one has to do, do with fruit because it's, people love to say that like watermelon or strawberries are their favorite fruits, right? And I, as a, I conceptually understand that. I do. Watermelon, nice, nice. Both of them are like great summer fruits, right? The thing is, they're never as good as you want them to be. That is this unpopular opinion. Strawberries and watermelon are very rarely as good as you hope they would be. You know, like strawberries a lot of time are fucking sour. Unless you get them at like a farmer's market or you pick them yourself or you get, or maybe you live in a place that just has like much better fruit. But like where I live, like I, we, you go to the grocery store to get fruit and it's like, it's just bad. It's just not good. And that's really sad. Don't get me wrong. Like I wish it tasted a lot better, but strawberries a lot of the time are just super sour. They're super like, um, they're not as like soft as they should be. You know, they're kind of like hard. And I hate that. I hate that. I hate that so much. And then watermelon, like maybe once a summer, we'll get a really good watermelon from the store. But other than that, it usually has no flavor at all. Literally at all. Usually it is just, it just tastes like literal water. And that is not fun. That's not really the best thing. So I don't, I just think watermelon and strawberries, my unpopular opinion is that they are better in your mind than they are in real life. And that's fine. That's fine. If you want to like romanticize watermelon and strawberries in your mind, you, I, I give you full permission to do that. I think you should do that. And that's fair, but they just rarely taste as good as you want them to. Um, okay. (laughs) Another one. This is my last food one, I think. Yeah. It's that eggs are just gross. Um, and this is another one where it's like, I do eat eggs sometimes. A lot of the times I have to completely mask it with something. Um, like for instance, I, I love to make breakfast burritos. Um, so eggs work really well in those because I can I put so many other things in it and then I dip it in something else so I cannot taste the egg at all. And in that situation, I love eggs, right? Those are great. But if you just gave me like an egg on a plate, nope, uh, no, literally such a hard pass. Absolutely not. Um, I need to add some sort, I need to add like hot sauce or sriracha or, um, season it and, or like cover it in cheese. I need to do so much to just a plain egg to make it taste even remotely. Okay. I can get, I can also get breakfast sandwiches. That's another thing in a breakfast sandwich. I'll take an egg. That's fine. Want to know why? Because I, all I'm tasting is the sausage or the, um, or 
whatever else is the bagel itself I you know you know what I mean I would much rather eat an egg sandwiched between a bunch of other things eggs on their own are gross and also I could never like eat an egg every single day you know what I mean like people that just wake up in the morning and like make themselves no how do you do that because eggs are one of those things that if you really sit down and think about it it is disgusting it is really gross. And again, this is no hate to anyone who eats eggs because same, because I also eat eggs, but I just like, don't, I don't understand. I don't understand the appeal. And I think that that's just been the common theme between all of these food unpopular opinions is I just don't understand the appeal. Okay. So the next ones are more of the pop, the pop culture, the poppy cultures. Um, all right, we're going to start off with a banger. Friends is overrated. That I think I actually think a lot of people will agree with that, honestly. Um, do I still watch it? Yes, absolutely. There's something about fall that is so friends to me. Do you guys have that? I have different sh- I have different shows that I associate with different seasons, and so I watch them in those seasons. And by watch, I mean like I like rewatch a few episodes, like here and there. Like for me, One Tree Hill feels very like spring. Um, Gossip Girl feels very like fall, winter, Gilmore Girls feels very fall, Friends feels very fall to me. Um, what else? What else? What else? Criminal Minds feels very fall to me. I have a lot of fall ones, honestly. I don't have too many like summery ones. I think New Girl's kind of a summer show. Uh, Schitt's Creek is kind of like a, I don't know what that spring, spring a little bit. I don't know. I love, I love sitcoms. Okay. I'm getting so distracted. Anyways, friends is overrated. It's not that funny. And I think that's fair. It came out in like what the late nineties. So like, yeah, things that people were laughing at in the nineties are not things that people are laughing at in 2021. So it like makes total sense, but I just think there's so much hype around the show and I, I get it, but I just, I, I think you can like the show and also still be able to admit yourself that it's like not that great. And that's where I'm at. But I think there's a lot of people that are like, Friends is the best show of all. And that's just not true. That I just do not agree with that. It's a good show, sure. But it's not like phenomenal. It's not like knock your socks off, you know. Um, Okay, the next one is about Gilmore Girls. And if you've ever watched Gilmore Girls, I think you'll probably relate to this. Because I, I think I've only watched the show once, like all the way through. Um, and I never had the urge to rewatch it. And I think the reason for that is because both of the Gilmore girls, Rory and Lorelai, the two main characters, for those of you who didn't watch it, it's a mother and a daughter, um, a single mom and her daughter. And they are both really bad. They're both bad characters. I don't like them. Um, and I am no stranger to hating a main character of a TV show. I've never let that stop me. For instance, I hate Ross in Friends. I think everyone hates Ross in Friends, right? There's different main characters that that I hate. Like, um, I'm not sure how many people have watched Dawson's Creek. I think I'm the only one of my friends that watched Dawson's Creek. Dawson is literally the worst dude ever. I fucking hate him. Um, but it's it's kind of but I but I still watch Dawson's Creek because like the supporting characters were so amazing and I loved their storylines and like they were really good characters but and like same with friends obviously like I I liked Monica and Rachel and Chandler like I liked all of them 
So it's like you still you just kind of push through Ross being a fucking annoying, right? And you you get to the good part, but with Gilmore Girls, it was kind of like I kept waiting for them to get better and they just weren't. They just never did. They they never I was waiting for them to give what needed to be gave and they never gave. They never gave that. Um and again, if you've never watched it, basically Lorelai's the mom. She's raising her daughter, Rory, and Rory, they have like rich grandparents that send her to like a really good school and she wants to go to Yale. And it's this whole, it's this whole thing. Or she wants to go to Harvard. She ends up going to Yale. I forget. But they're both just like really bad in their own right. Like I think Lorelai is a terrible mother. She's very irresponsible she projects a lot onto Rory she acts like Rory should be the mom which is just a bad that's just bad that's so bad um she she's very judgmental which is kind of like kind of hypocritical it's bad and then Rory I don't I definitely don't hate Rory as much but she just sometimes she would just say things like you know when main characters and things make you physically cringe. You kind of catch the ick for them. You know what I mean? They say something that's like so cringy that you're just like, oh no, you didn't say that. You didn't say that. And then you just kind of have to like live with that and knowing that it's in the back of your mind and it's just not fun. So that's kind of, that's kind of how I feel about that. Um, so both Gilmore Girls are in fact terrible. Okay. This one I'm saying knowing full well I have nothing factual to base it on so if you disagree with me on this one like this is the one where it's like that's totally that is actually totally okay because I am standing on nothing right I'm just saying it to say it there are too many superhero movies we should have stopped I think a while ago and we just keep going and keep going and now they have It's like every superhero has a prequel and then the movie and then a sequel and then wait, it's a trilogy and wait a minute. No, it's a saga. We have five movies all for this one. And do we need that many is my question because I just feel like, no, I feel like we've done it. And I get it that like they did, there's like the old superhero movies and then we did like the remakes of them. So I understand. Like, I understand that, right? Because there's a lot of movies that are, like, older and then we remake them. Like, Footloose, for example. Like, the remake of Footloose with um, Julianne Hoff in it. That's, that's a good movie. And that's, like, fun that, like, that we remade it. I remember I went with my mom to see it because she had seen the original Footloose. So it was just, like, this fun thing. But do you need to remake every superhero movie and then add on to it and then add on like six more movies and then wait, let's make, let's make some where they are actually all hanging out together and they're all being superheroes together doing superhero things. It's just too much. And on the flip side of that, I completely understand it because they make a shit ton of money. There's no way. Like if it wasn't worth it, they wouldn't be doing that. So it's like hard for me to even say that because I know that whatever they're doing is working and they're making millions of dollars and people are interested. It's just hard for me to wrap my head around why. And also, I think I would lose interest. Like, I think even if you were like a huge Marvel, like superhero fan, wouldn't you even get to a point where you're like, enough is enough we've this is the same old song and dance it's kind of like watching the bachelor every single season 
right? The same exact thing essentially happens every single season. Sure, it's like new people and like they're in a new place and like different. Obviously, there's like different details, but overall, it's like the exact same thing. And you can only watch so much of it at a time because then you're like, okay, this is the exact same thing as last season and the season before that and the season before that. So I just can't imagine that even diehard superhero fans aren't like, okay, this is, yeah, no, we've done this. We've done enough of this. And like now they have TV shows and oh my God, it's just like too much. It's just too much. And I'm not saying that they're bad because I've never seen, I've never seen any of them. I'm just saying there's too much. That's all. That's all I'm going to say on that. Okay. Um, okay. This one, people are going to not like me for this one. Um, okay. I don't love the Kardashians. This is another one where I, it's not that I hate the thing. It's just that I don't understand the appeal. I don't understand the appeal of the Kardashians. I don't understand people's like absolute undying obsession for them and like their life. I think they're kind of questionable people with some interesting morals. I don't like, I don't like what a lot of them say. I don't like what a lot of them do. I think they, I don't know. I really don't like um, the beauty standards that they make for really young women. I don't enjoy that. I think it's like, oh, and then they like get mad when people show what they actually look like. That to me is very much like, well, you did this to yourself kind of thing. I just don't think that they send the right message. I also think they get a lot of credit for being like these self-made like business people. And it's like, well, mm, not really. Not really. They were they were pretty. They were doing okay from birth, you know. So there's just a lot that goes into it. But I just don't. And I never really watched the show. I mean, I've, I've definitely seen episodes of the show. Like, when it was like the only thing on TV and, you know, they were just running reruns of it. But I just, I've never understood people's like fascination and really, truly like, is she pregnant? Is, I just have never followed them that closely enough to care. Um, and yeah, so I just don't care about the Kardashians. And I think that in and of itself is very unpopular, but there, I said it. Um, okay. The next one is about two people that people keep telling us are attractive and I don't think they are. Okay. Let me, number one, number one, this is like kind of a throwback because I feel like not a lot of people are like fighting this, this today, but they were, it's that Channing Tatum is like so hot. I disagree strongly. I don't think Channing Tatum is that hot. And that was like a very popular like celebrity crush to have in like high school. I feel like when like Magic Mike came out and he was in, he was like in a lot of movies, I feel like for like a, like a few years. Right. And people were obsessed with him and I never understood the appeal, the obsession. I never got it. I think in my humble opinion, he looks like a thumb. I don't think I have to say more. Um, but that is some, like when I've ever, when people are like, oh my God, my celebrity crush, Channing Tatum. And I'm like, I don't think he's, hot. people get mad. They're like, you don't think Channing Tatum is hot? No, no, I, I don't. And I stand by that. I stand by that. The second one is more uh, prevalent to today's day and age. And that is Timothy Chalamet. I just don't, I don't think, no, thanks. I don't think so. 
And I under with him, I understand the appeal is like he's very he has that kind of like supermodel esque look to him, you know. I, I I get it, but I don't think he's I don't think he's attractive. I don't think he's hot. Um, I don't. There. Okay, I said it. Um, all right. Wait, are those all the yes? I think so. Okay, those were all the um, pop culture ones. Okay. The next ones are just random miscellaneous ones that I had. The first one being rainy days are sometimes better, right? Like if I had a Sunday where I didn't have to do anything, I could just sit in the house. I could watch TV. I could watch a movie. I could do whatever really. I would love that day to be rainy. I would prefer it because on sunny days, you, I, maybe this is something I just need to work on, but on like, if it's sunny out and you have a day to yourself to just like do something, there's a weird obligation to be like, I need to go outside. I need to, I need to go for a walk. I need to exercise. I need to, I shouldn't be taking a nap because the sun is shining, right? You don't feel that obligation when it's rainy out. In fact, I, I would argue you feel the opposite. You feel very inclined to do nothing. And I think that that should be celebrated on days when you don't have to do anything. So like, I'm not, I love when it's sunny out, but I think on certain days when you don't want to do anything and you have nothing to do, it should be rainy there. I said it. Christmas trees should be real unless you live in a place. I, th- I was thinking about this because I was like, we how in Arizona do they even sell real Christmas trees like it's the desert and I actually don't know the answer to it easily could look it up I'm not going to but so in places where it's obviously harder to obtain attain obtain obtain uh yeah words um if in places where it's obviously harder to get a real Christmas tree obviously you're totally justified to get a fake one but uh I live in Massachusetts it's you know we have Christmas trees all over why, why shouldn't I have a real one? I think it's, I, I think less of you as a person. If <laughs> that's not true at all, that's not true at all. I just really stand by Christmas tree should be real. And, um, my family has been debating getting a real Christmas tree. I mean, getting a fake Christmas tree. I'm, I've made my opinions very clear, very clear because it just wouldn't be the same. The way the Christmas trees smell. Oh my God. Amazing. Okay. This one, uh, what's the point of marathons? That's what I wrote. What is the point of marathons? Because the way that I see it, because I know obviously people that run marathons, a lot of them are like, because uh, some of them just train for this one marathon. They're like not really a huge runner beforehand. And then they train for months and months to do a marathon. And that's amazing. And then they run the marathon and like, that's it. Right. But then there's the other people that are like, just love running. They love running, right? And they're good at it and they love to do it every single day. And so they run a marathon. And I get that too. I do. My question is what, like, okay, even if I loved to run, because I know runners, I know runners, I do. (laughs) Weird Fox, I know runners, but I know runners and they'll like, they'll be like, oh yeah, I, I run like three miles a day. Or like every other day. I don't, you know, they'll, they'll run. But they run like a few miles. Or even like 
in high school, I knew people that did like cross country and even in the off season, they would run like seven miles. Some days they would do like long runs, like 10 mile runs, whatever. And I get that. But 26 miles? No. What is the appeal on that? What is the appeal on that? I don't get it. I guess like, and I, okay, sense of accomplishment for sure, because that's a big thing. But then it kind of, for me, it all falls back on just bragging rights. Am I right? It's like, mm, well, well, okay. Um, you know what? I can tell people that I ran a marathon and that's cool. I can put the 26.2 sticker on the back of my minivan and people will know that I ran a marathon. I guess you could technically do that anyway, but, um, you know, it wouldn't be the same, but I just don't understand. Like, like I'm saying, even if I loved running, I cannot I cannot even imagine myself ever being like, I love running so much. I'm going to run 26 miles with a bunch of other people. I don't think it would ever come to that for me. And I, and also there's so much like logistically about marathons that is unappealing. Like you have to bring snacks with you and like energy boosters because, uh, yeah, you're going to get tired. You're going to, um, be low on fuel you you need to bring water you need to bring like electrolytes and all of that all of that stuff and it's like that's just a lot that's just like a lot to have go into it and my biggest questions around doing marathons is you you have to pee I know you have to pee what do you do where do you go who helps you like what is going on what is going on I don't understand um so yeah, I don't understand marathons. Okay, this next one is very controversial. Some dogs are not that cute. And I say this as a full-fledged dog person. I do. I am I am a dog person through and through and through. And let me also say, like if I saw someone in public with a dog, I'm gonna think it's cute. I'm going to think it's cute. Don't get me wrong. Like I'm not a devil. But some people's dogs aren't that cute you know what I'm talking about the crusty dogs with like the red eyes oh I don't love that and that's not cute to me and some dogs I'm just like oh yeah no it's cute but like uh, I don't want to be near it I don't want to be in the vicinity of that dog that's not a dog I'm dying to pet or to cuddle or to hold you know there's just some that I'm like uh no, thank you. Yeah. Or this was a, like some dogs just smell so bad. And that's obviously a reflection of the owner and not the dog. Like the dog cannot control that. I understand. But there is nothing more like revolting than like being in someone's house and their dog fucking reeks. But then it's sad. Wait, now I'm getting depressed because I'm like, then the dog's like, wait, why won't you play with me? Oh my God. Wait, that is so sad. Okay. I take it back. All dogs are cute, but you know what I mean? And then there's people that just are always posting pictures of their dogs and they're always showing you pictures of the dog and, and the dog isn't as cute as they think it is. And I just think that's something we as a society kind of need to accept. Okay. This last one. It just, it just came to my head when I was, I was thinking about Thanksgiving. I'm looking forward to Thanksgiving. I really do enjoy Thanksgiving. 
Um, I think a lot of people don't give Thanksgiving the credit it deserves because, you know, they just get so excited about Christmas and they forget about Thanksgiving. And I get that. I love Christmas, too. Don't get me wrong. But I think I think Thanksgiving does deserve its own, you know, its own time. It deserves its, its time in the spotlight. And there's something that I, I always thought this was so weird because I've always loved Thanksgiving. I love Thanksgiving food. My dad always cooks Thanksgiving dinner, um, turkey, stuffing, vegetables, cranberry sauce, the whole nine, right? And I love all of that. I love Thanksgiving food. I love I love any type of feast, really. Any moment where I can like sit down and just have a, a shit ton of food to choose from, I love that. But some people really are very adamant about hating Thanksgiving food. And I don't like those people because mm, I don't know. It's just kind of, it, to me, it feels like people who hate on Thanksgiving food are just contrarians. They're just kind of like doing it to do it, like hating it just to say they hate it, to be to be a little bit controversial. And it's like you're boring eat the turkey because the thing I don't understand is like it's not like the the Thanksgiving meal is this like insane thing that even like picky eaters wouldn't like it's literally turkey turkey at its core is like very bland you know it's just like white meat it's basically chicken so I don't understand why people would like I mean unless you're vegetarian or vegan or then obviously that's different but if you eat meat And you just like don't, I don't know. I just think there's like a certain element to people who are like, ugh, I'm not looking forward to Thanksgiving. I hate the food. And I knew a lot of people in college that subscribed to that belief. And I was just like, ugh, you're boring. You're boring. Why? How could you, like, what is there to hate? Because also you can do so much with Thanksgiving. Like if you don't like something. I know people that make like a really good mac and cheese on Thanksgiving. You can do so much with it. So it's like kind of, it's like you can't find any solution. Really? You're boring. You're lame. Okay. You're not, you're not lame, but you're kind of boring. And and I think you're just saying it to say it. Some, some of you. All right. There, I said it. Okay. Anyways, um, I hope you guys, liked or disliked whatever my unpopular opinions I'm not sure how you're going to feel about them um and that's fine because that's they're just opinions they're not they're not facts but um if you have any unpopular opinions that you thought of while I was talking dm me on the podcast instagram I would love to chat about them with you um and to do that you should probably be following the podcast instagram um but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna force you to um but I hope you really liked this episode and also um I've said it before and I'll say it again if you have any ideas for future episodes anything you want to hear me talk about let me know um I'm open to suggestions so yeah you should do that if you have something um specific but I hope you guys have a great day, a great rest of your week, a great weekend. I hope you're doing well. Um, and I will talk to you guys later. Bye.